I've got my cowboy hat on right now. Um, I've got a coffee, and uh, I just filmed a Instagram thing for everybody. But what is going on, guys? Welcome to the Social Dynamics Podcast. This is the first episode. I've done ten. I've actually done ten episodes, but this is the first one that you're actually going to hear live because you know what? I've asked some people some questions. I thought this one would be informative, and I'd just give you the general layout of what I want because it's always going to adapt. It's like no matter what I do, it will adapt to. You know, I have this idea of what it will be like, guests coming on and this and that. But in a year's time, it'll be something completely different. I just want to get my word out. Plus, it's really good for content. You make a podcast and a lot of content can be made from it. So welcome, guys. Welcome. I went out last night. If it sounds like I'm hungover, I'm not hungover. I tried Fizz. Fizz is uh, is a uh, brand by the name of Fisher. If you guys don't know who Fisher is, I will uh, show you. Fisher is an Australian artist that every Aussie just loves it. And you could probably know by this song. Mm, mm. And I won't play that for copyright reasons, but you get the point. Fisher is the owner and we had some of those. Look, they taste okay. Not amazing. Okay. I think they can get a lot better. There's no calories, no carbs, no nothing. And I felt a lot better. Do I like to drink when I go out? No. Uh, was it forced to because of COVID now that the Gold Coast has a bit of COVID? Yes, a little bit. So we were in tables and it was quite hard. We had masks on, but when you sat down, you didn't have anything. And what the best scenario happened was we got sat next to probably these three older ladies are in their forties and they were a hoot. They were just super drunk and they were super fun, super loud. And I just enjoyed my time there. We went from bar to bar to bar. You know, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was going to be a lot worse than it was, but I liked it. I, I did. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So Going through a few questions today. Um, the first question that we have, we had it the other day, and I think we're going to have it again today. The first question is by Michael. What's up, Michael? What's the best way to follow up after meeting someone for the first time? So that's the first question. So let's get into it. It's 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 more of a, a dating question. It's more of, uh, you know, for someone that you might be interested in. And this is for guys and girls. This podcast is for everybody, and I will make it as much exclusive for everyone and, and not exclude anyone from it because you know we can all learn how to be more social we can all learn how to have more better communication skills in the end of the day we all need to communicate in order to survive it's one of our social primal drives it's like you know how do we catch the lion back in the day you know when we're in caveman time so we have to communicate sometimes it wasn't verbal communication we could do it was all non-verbal and that's how we develop nonverbal communication signs and stuff like that. And that's how we learn mind reading. I'm reading a book actually, but uh, it's called Social by Matthew Lieberman. And he talks about how humans have developed this idea where we can actually read minds. It's like an example he goes, you know, when you signal down the bus driver, how the hell does the bus driver actually know what you are talking about when you're waving your hand? It's because you have that come to a mutual understanding that that signal means this particular thing which is in the mind other than that you know you could just see a, a random person just waving their arms around like a you know they're trying to lift off like superman <laughs> i can just see someone just flapping come on mr buster i'm flapping but it's a little different when there's not a guest i've actually done the second episode already so i thought i would do the first episode when michael says how do you meet up with someone for the second time so when we talk to someone whether it's a business connection a relationship section whether it's for a friend that's the inevitable point you know we might see someone for the first time but the more and more we see them the better and better our 
comfort with them, our maybe our attraction with them, maybe you know our our value and our respect for them goes up, and that's a, that's a big thing because you have to have all of those things in order to want to hang out with someone. If you don't have some respect for someone, there's not really an intent to go hang out with them. You don't make an effort to. If you're not very attracted, you know, there's a lot of people in the world and you're not wanting to hang out with every single person that you might find attractive because, you know, you might be crushing on one person this time or crushing on that person at a different time. You'd love to, but in in reality, if they're living in America and you're in Australia, it's not really a you know a, a viable option. Let's just say. Usually, the people that we like are, are usually people that live near us. They have mutual interests, and that's for a relationship spectrum. If that's in more of a friendship, they have mutual commonalities where it's like like partying, like dirt bikes, like this, and you have a mutual connection. Whether it's a business thing, you see the value in each other, and you see that you could do big things and make a lot of money together. When we see someone for the first time. You know, it can be an ex- exciting experience. You view it's new, it's new, and when you find that you have this connection, it's like fucking great. You know, sometimes in our life we'd, we might not have that many connections. Have you noticed after COVID, it's like people are a little cautious, obviously with the masks and everything. But in <coughs> as an <coughs> oh my god, uh, as an in- <laughs> I'm just coughing on my freaking coffee. Jesus, that's strong. I made a strong brew today. <sighs> well, okay. After COVID, um, people are, are probably trying to avoid people like me spluttering all over them, coughing and spluttering and sound like they've got a cold. <laughs> I'm just seeing someone be like, yo, I don't really want to listen to this either. It sounds like you're fucking dying, bro. I'm like, I'm not dying. I'm, I'm, hard, I'm, I'm two feet. My grave's two feet down. It's not three feet. I'm not getting towards six feet. But anyways, Mr. Beast actually uh, did the, the challenge where it was like, 60 what was he we buried like you know 60 feet underground for, for 50 hours crazy 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 lots of uh balls on that guy have to do that that's crazy side tangent but how do we get someone to meet each other for a second you'll notice this whole podcast will be everywhere because that's the way my brain works and uh it's very sporadic very energetic very uh yes so getting back to the question <laughs> what's the best way to follow up after meeting someone for the first time michael um i i remember there was a tiktok guy love love his energy nothing against him but he was like um for the guys he was like you know you, you when you meet a girl message her five days later and i almost felt at the floor i was like oh yeah five days eh you meet her on a thursday <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to count this out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'm going to message her on a Tuesday. Look, in retrospect, that may work for one person. Who knows? That may work for a couple of people, you know, in sort of small small villages, small towns and stuff like that. Say if you meet a friend, if it might be a new friendship um, and, and you're like, okay, I'm going to wait five days and stuff. You know, some people have said that, you know, you shouldn't hit people up straight away. It feels like you're, you know, you're you're actually doing stuff and you're busy and, and you, you want to you wanna show that you are busy. And I'm like, well, you just want to be busy, not show that you're busy or, you know, fake like you're busy. But that's for another thing. So it's like some people have said like five days. I'm like, yo, bro, what, what are you talking about? It's like usually the, big, the best people, and, and I'll, I will name drop a few people here because some of the best people that I've ever seen uh, are, are social. And, and my shout out to um, a previous ex for teaching me a lot of this because she was so social and she could connect people like anything. The first way is to definitely get anyone on social media, whether that's Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, Twitch, 
uh, like <laughs> a Facebook phone number, um, social media and a phone number. Uh, let me go into the, any sort of social media for starts. Yo, if you want to add these people on Clubhouse, add them on Clubhouse. You never know. Like every, and just get a social media because you can't rely on seeing these people at the same venue at the same time. I know I do that sometimes in specific areas like the gym, let's say. I know that they're not going to go. But say if there's some people that I want to connect to and I don't have their social media and they leave the gym, that relationship's done. I'm never seeing them again. So your first step within any sort of communication, any interaction with someone is to get uh, a phone number, get a social media contact, get their contact ability. Back in the day, you can't, you know, attach a, a, a message to a pigeon and then waft the pigeon up or smoke signals on the top of your roof or, you know, SOS, like, you know, do it a, a Morse code with your light and stuff like that. That doesn't work. 2021 guys and girls that shit doesn't work i mean the pigeon would that would be hang on let me take a step back because that pigeon if i got a message from a pigeon from a girl or a potential business partner or or a friendship to be like and the note says uh dear mr samuel uh tonight we will be entering the boudoir of uh the bedroom nightclub (laughs) i like that word boudoir (laughs) And uh, we will be drinking copious amounts of uh, the what the Russians call the vodka and the lemon and the lime, you know, vodka lime sodas or something like that. I don't know. If I got a message like that, I would th- think that's hilarious. I think that's fucking hysterical. <laughs> but, but as you can see, that, that shit doesn't happen. So you need you need some sort of contact. Now, the next thing, as soon as I'm meeting someone, I'm understanding two different, very different things. We all know that the nightclub is a crazy place or any night venue, you know, is pretty crazy. Okay. If you've been to a club, you know how crazy it does get. Um, So with that craziness comes people just having a good time, people having fun, people drinking, laughing, enjoying themselves. And sometimes they can be thrown in the the moment of like just being present. It's, It's really about being present that the whole nightclub brings you to. Like here, you can forget your worries and stuff. And it's a great, great place. And I love it for that reason. I even went to did a, a hearing check the other day. And um, the guy was like, you have considerable damage to your ear. I'm like, I wish that's because I've been to like 3,000 nightclubs in my life or some shit. So I was like, yeah, probably uh, probably that reason there. But, you know, so, so a lot of time when I meet people, you know, I've, I've been to so many nightclubs and so many people I've met. A lot of them don't really remember my name, don't really remember me. They might remember a face. So... You know, when I'm when I'm messaging the next day, it's good that we got social media. So if you add each other, you can see the social card, like the, you know the social um the social business card. You know your photos, your videos. You, you they can be like, oh, I was there last night. Oh, that was the guy that I was talking to. And they can put two two and two together. Um, but back in back in the day, it wasn't really like that. You know, in 2015, 16, you had to send a photo, be like, oh, it was that guy that you were talking to for like five minutes outside in the smoking area. Uh, remember me? <laughs> And they're like, you know, they might have gone with like a Tiesto or Diplo and they had an after party till like six in the morning. And then you being the guy that like talked to them for like five minutes, they're not really going to remember. So, you know, that sort of happens. But if you're meeting people during the day, you're you're going to assume that they're going to remember you. It's like, you know, it's kind of rude if they don't a little bit, but it depends on how much the interaction is. If it's a two second, you're only saying like, hi, 
and that's it. They're not going to remember you. But if you're talking to them in 20, 30 minutes, you know, you kind of, I think it's just like, it, it, for anyone, it would be hard not to remember that. Unless, you know, their mum might have hit them up and said like, you know, grandma went to hospital and then, and then they, they've had like a, a, a something that's happened, you know, in their family and they, they just don't remember, you know, you know, priorities come into to alignment, you know? So it's like, you know, my, my grandfather went into hospital yesterday. If you ask me really what I did after, before that phone call, don't really remember i can't actually tell you but after that phone call i know like exactly what happened i was just making sure it was good and uh yeah so that's what i was really doing so you know if you're during the day and you most likely you know maybe festivals that'd be a bit different because there's so many 10 20 thousand people you know but usually you know you can assume in the daytime they're going to remember your nighttime i really just don't assume that you know if i meet someone for five ten minutes say hello they're going to remember me. I try to jog their memory, but Instagram does help. So that's the reason why I definitely do Instagram. It's just that they can jog your memory. They can be like, oh, yes, I remember that guy, you know, and they can see your profile. They can see your stories and they can, it's kind of like they judge your value a little bit. Don't get me wrong. We do live in this, you know, status culture that we do live in. So they will judge you. If you have no photos on Instagram, you follow two people and you have two followers versus someone that's got, you know, a couple of thousand, they got, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 photos, you know, that's a little different. And then someone that's social media famous, it's got thousands of photos, a little different. You can see, you can, you know, that's great comparison. So from there, you know, I just, I just don't assume. So what I do is, uh, you know, with the, which is the Don Miguel Huenas, uh, the fourth or fourth agreement and one of the one of the agreements I think it's the second don't assume you know so that comes to don't assume that they're going to remember you so understanding that you know when you're in hectic environments that you know there's there's a lot of times a lot of people aren't going to remember you know a, a two-minute interaction you might talk with them so this comes down to real real basic like psychology like okay if you, you had a good interaction with the person um, and you want to continue them usually what I do is try to get the person in the same emotional state that they were the night before. So if it was a fun, laughing interaction that was amazingly like, you know, amazing interaction with this, uh, with your, yourselves, I usually do a thing called callback humor. Now, callback humor is basically, um, you know, say if I right now, called back to something at the start of the podcast that I made a joke about, or I called back to me spluttering and, you know, with my coffee, I pr- remembered, I, I pretended to do that again. It was like, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, this guy's, I, I'm not going to do that, you know, like last time. So I'm calling back to a previous moment where it was funny. You know, you might not have laughed in that moment. I definitely did when I snorted the coffee in my face and pretended I had COVID. So that's what callback humor is. So when I'm talking to people, I'm usually trying to make something funny or I'm, I'm trying to have a great interaction. Now, this is when people, when I'm attracted to someone, this is when I'm trying to create a connection, a social circle connection, just trying to make new friends. I try to anchor the emotions into something funny or something, you know, outrageous that happened or, you know, the, the, the theory and the idea that I, ha- I hold in my head is like, how can we make this epic? So I remember one time we were um, in bedroom nightclub and there's a ball pit, right? And when they'll grab the balls, you know, we were playing headbutt. So I'd throw it on this person's head. They would headbutt it. They'd throw it on my head. I'd headbutt it. And so when I came the next day, all I did was I sent them a gif of two people throwing a ball and then heading, like headering the ball. Now that's callback humor, 
calling back to the previous night that was a, a hysterical moment now it doesn't seem that funny but in the time in the moment you know it had to be their moment it was amazing and i loved it and they loved it so when i sent that I'm drawing back all that emotion to that previous thing. And, you know, she she replied and it was hysterically funny for us both. So I did that. I called back to the emotions that I usually felt with the person. So if it's, if it's more of a, um, <clears throat> if it's more of a happy vibe, if it's more of a inquisitive vibe, like you're getting to know each other, you know, if you're getting to know each other, you've had more of a deeper chat. You'd be like, hey, remember, um, here's the podcast that I was talking about. You know, it's really, really good. Check out episode, blah, 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 blah. That's some callback stuff, which is like, oh my God, thank you so much. Or they're like, oh my God, thank you so much. That's really cool. Another thing, if you're getting a social connection, be like, yo, yo, um, there's this event next week. Well, we should go, blah, blah, blah. Remember that event I was telling you about? We should go to that. Here's the flyer something along the lines of that. Now, if you're attracted to someone and there's some flirty vibes there, that's where I want to take a step back with you because that's the thing. If you've had this very mad interaction where it's it's super flirty and you're both having fun, by picking that up, again, it's calling back to people, people can elevate themselves from feeling pretty bad to laughter because it's an involuntary action. You know, laughter is something that you, you, you either find something, you find something funny or you don't. Where the flirty vibe, this is where a lot of people get into trouble because the next day they were like, oh, we had a mad flirty vibe. It was so fun. We were both feeling each other. And then as soon as they start messaging, that's they get back into that routine and they start doing that again. And you're like, that that actually is a an emotion where it takes a little bit of a while to get into that. So it's not something that you can just snap back into it. So when people do that, that's when a lot of people get a get the ick feeling about like, oh, like, you know, I'm in a different emotional state because people just assume that everyone's in the emotional state that they last saw them in. Let me say that. Everyone assumes that everyone's in the emotional state they last saw them in. So if it was depressing and unhappy, that's what they think they are. If it's happy and joyous and fun, that's what they think they are. If it's a flirty vibe, that's what they think they are. So this is what I would do. So number one, I'm definitely getting a, a contact information. Number two, I am calling back to humor. And number three, we're going into, I'm inviting them to something else. So back in the day, anytime, anytime I met a person, I would be like, um, whether this is a social connection, a business connection, um, they're a little different. But if you, it's something you're attracted to, the one of the things that I always used to do was I'd be like, let's go on a date. Let's go here. Let's go there. And I would be really keen and excited. Now, again, assuming that the person's in the same emotional state, which is wrong, I should assume that, you know, different things are happened. So I just play it off like it's just starting off the conversation again. So number two, what I would do is, oh, number, number three, what I would do is <clears throat> inviting them to something else. So this requires you to have a lifestyle that's setting up where people are involved in your life. You might have a reoccurring event. A taco Tuesday, margarita Mondays, sushi Thursdays. You might go to the club every week. You might go to the same coffee shop in the morning. You might go to a work space. You might go rock climbing on a Sunday. I'm gonna list out. I actually um, part of part of the group I'm in called Maxi. There was a guy called Noah, and he asked a question, and I wrote them all out. And these are the things that you can do that might not include include a nightclub, but there's something you can do all of the time. So let me just get this back real quick. 
so you can do a rock climbing rock climbing Thursdays, art club Mondays, sports team. So you got training on a Thursday, you got the game on a Saturday. Toastmasters once a once a fortnight, once a month. Mastermind events where you invite people from different sort of spectrums of their uh, business world, and you have a dinner and you collab. A network, a LinkedIn networking event, book reading groups. So you're all reading the same book. Reddit forums, gyms, or joining a fitness group like an F45. You know, a group, a group sort of dynamic. Yoga classes, meditation classes, workspace, swim clubs, run clubs. Checking out the website www.timeout.com to see what's going on in your city. Using things like Clubhouse. I'm seeing a lot of people use that. Um, and then. Another thing is too is, is social media. You know, I made a few connections. You know, uh, I made a, a very good connection that I'll definitely get Larry on the show. Larry is a men's fashion stylist, and I, I connected him through TikTok, and and from there, once I connected with him, we ended up going to a very ex- exclusive event with, you know, the likes of of Cody Simpson's sister, and and uh, you know, a few big big famous uh, uh, social media influencers like your Tasha Whitmores and stuff like that. So big famous influencers. And I was like, damn, that's really, really cool that I got to go there just from a, a buddy that I met through TikTok, you know? So there is a, a fuck ton of ways that you can start to go to do specific things. So when you're doing a lot of things, inviting these people. One of the funniest things was Summer Ray, Summer Ray is a big uh, uh, Instagram girl. She's a fitness girl. She is um, Summer Ray. So she's got she got twenty six million on Instagram. She, if you don't know Summer Ray, I would definitely recommend uh, checking her out. Now Summer Ray tells a story that her boyfriend at the time, or her boyfriend, one of her current boyfriends, might have been an ex boyfriend, actually invited her when they first met to go grocery shopping. And she said it just took out the pressure. It was like, heck yeah, I want to go to Whole Foods. It was in America. I'm going to go. And so when she did that, when he did that, that's not as something that you can teach and be like, okay, I'm going to ask every single person that I'm attracted to go to Whole Foods. No, but it's the idea of just incorporating people around you always. So he was like, the guy probably was like, Yo, I'm going to Whole Foods. I want people to come to Whole Foods. I don't always like to be alone. And sometimes you can do it alone, don't get me wrong. But sometimes you don't want to be alone. It's like you just invite some people. Yo, you want to go grocery shopping? Yo, you want to go on a picnic, a hike? And things that you're doing, inviting people. So when you're meeting people into, when you're meeting people out, you have something you can invite them to, to do. Yo, me and my buddies are, are going to kick the football or a soccer ball or playing beach volleyball um, on the beach on Thursday. You should come. Oh, I'm busy that day. Oh, not to worry. Anyways, the next time, they might say no. The next time you hit them up, it could be for something else that you're doing. It might be a Saturday. Hey, we're going out to the club on Saturday. You and your girl should come. Oh, yeah, we're thinking about that. That's awesome. Okay, well, we've got this place, this place, and this place, and then we're going here. Um, I'll message you or, or message me if you want to come to those places. Yeah, I'd love to, but we're going here. And then you end up meeting up. Or it might be she might flake you off again, or they might flake you off again. And then you're like, <clears throat> on a Monday, you're like, uh, me and my friends are doing margarita Mondays at my house. Um, would you like to come? You know what? I'm doing nothing on Monday. Yes, I would like to come. It took three times, yes, but 
you know, you're, you're, you're not really getting rejected because you're doing the event anyway. You're just asking if they want to come along or not. So there's no real rejection. So that's exactly what I would do for that one. So Michael, hopefully that answers your question. Another one um, by the name of Sam. So uh, how, in, how do I invite people over so that they more likely, they're more likely to come? Okay, so Sam, again, must have had an event. And from there, no, not many people showed up, let's just say. Okay, well, think about it like this. You had one event, you asked some people to come, and people were busy, people weren't busy. It happens. I'll, take you, I'll tell you a story. So the story goes, I was living at Circle on Cavill, and you can look up this place. It's a very, very big uh, sky rise in Surface Paradise, the old Surface Paradise. And from there... We threw some events and, and, and we actually lived in the place next door when COVID was going on and it was called the Chevron Renaissance and from there we had card nights. But we had those card nights two or three nights a week recurring and it was week in, week out and, you know, only a couple of people, obviously we, we abide by COVID laws, but we kept kept it going. And so some people that we invited on a Monday didn't come, came two weeks later on a Thursday when we had it again. And it was this idea, I was like, oh, hang on, wait. And so then when we started, when COVID sort of opened up and then, uh, to be honest, the whole of the Gold Coast really opened up, so there was no restrictions. We started to have parties on a Thursday, Friday, or a Saturday, once a week. At the start, not, not too many people came, you know, a couple of people here and there. But <clears throat> what I did was, with social media, was I made it look like there was a lot of people. Might have been five people there, but I made it look as if there was 25 people and it was a ruckus going on. There was so much excitement and activity and, and happiness going on that it looked awesome. So the people that I invited that didn't come were like, oh man, I missed out. And I was causing a thing called FOMO for them, right? Fear of missing out. So no one likes to miss out. And it's a human instinct that's kind of give, got given a name, but it was just, you don't want to miss out. You know, you want to be part of the cool kids. You want to be part of the, the cool group. And when that happens, it's like you have this fear of missing out. So one of the biggest things was that, you know, I had an event. I threw an event in Sydney back in the day, 2019. I think it was 2019. It was somewhere in the middle of June, July. And it was a sushi night and no one came. And I was like, damn, it kind of sucks. But what did I do? Well, what I did was I didn't sit back and victimize myself and be like, you know what? Poor me. Poor me. Oh, well, what I did was I asked the sushi chefs if they would get in a video. And so I made a video of the sushi chefs. Hey, yeah, fuck yeah. And uh, it looked, no one knew that I was there by myself. You know, they were going crazy and they were just throwing sushi everywhere. And it was a fun, fun video. And everyone that saw that, that didn't come, Pretty much sent a message like, damn. So when I organized another one a week later, do you know what I said? I said, hey, I'm doing another thing. And do you know who came? Five or six people came. Sweet. Still invited 30, 40 people. Okay, cool. Interesting. All right. Let me do it again and again and again and again and ask people to bring other people and ask, you know, girls to bring their their roommates and and ask guys to bring their roommates and, you know, keep the ratio pretty good and and keep the good people there and the bad people that mess it up out. It started to add up, add up, add up. And then we started throwing a lot and then we started to have some really, 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 really good parties. And I'd love to be able to show you and in videos I will show you. Yeah, we had some good parties. So I never thought about the event as the first one I was going to run. I thought about it as the seventh to eighth to ninth one that I'm going to run. So I thought that far ahead. 
if I start to get bogged down by no one turning up to an event at the first one, I don't deserve people to come. And that was the thought I had. I was like, okay, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth is where, where it's going to start cranking. Because here's the thing. When you start on social media, you have to make some noise. My buddy Arlen talks about this. You have to make some noise. No one gives a shit. You have to make some noise. Then, then you get cranking. You got to get, you know, it's like when you when you start a steam train, I guess, you know, you're putting the coals in there. You're putting a lot of, a lot of coals in there. You're putting more coals at the start to get, the train going than you are when it's going 80 miles an hour. So, you know, think about it like this. At the start, it's going to be slow. Start is not going to work. And so you just got to protect that, like, idea that you're by yourself, you know, because you, it's almost kind of keeping an image. But the idea that I did was I kept my image by putting fun things in there. A good sushi night. I ended up posting the story the next day with a few friends. And uh, people, people missed out. So I continued again and again and again. And boom it happened to be a, a real good time. So don't think about it as the first one. Don't get disheartened by the first, second, or third one. By the fourth one, you should see some progress. And if you're not, then you definitely need to be fixing something in the funnel. So think about it as a funnel. You get people, you message people, people either accept or not. So hopefully that answers your question. But apart from that, guys, that's the podcast done. That's sweet. That's that's awesome. I pretty much think that... Um, I'm liking to do these. I've got an episode tomorrow. Going to edit this one up. But arrivederci, everyone. Have a lovely day. It is 12 o'clock in the afternoon and I am going to go for a swim. How lovely. I'm just going to flex on you real real easily right now that I can go for a swim. <laughs> I don't mean to. But uh, yeah, we're going to go out and then I've got some good YouTube stuff. So if you'd like to follow me on Instagram, Sam Matheson 2 And then on YouTube, it's just my name, Sam Matheson. It's going to be some big things. It's going to be some big things. Got a lot of guests coming up. Also, like to get some some cool little um, insights from different. So I can't even speak right now from some different people. So I'm looking forward to that. I have lots of guests that I can put on. Some of them are going to be really relevant. Some of them are just going to be a hoot. But I'd like to be more of a conversation with two people rather than asking a lot of questions. So I'll slowly get into it. Lovely to have you here. Look forward to the next episode.